welcome back to the What Is Life Dude podcast. We are Eric and Sarah. Hey guys, welcome back. Happy Wednesday or whenever you're listening to this. So um, heads up, this episode will be a little bit, a lot of it, (laughs) unstructured, Um, as you know, or may not. We're in the middle of a move and we had a hectic morning. So we're just going to kind of catch you up. It's just going to be a casual chat, just a casual hangout. Uh, We'll tell you a little bit about our Morning? Riveting. I was trying to think of the the appropriate adjective. Our riveting morning. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't going to be one of those, like, it'll make you really think about the world episodes. I mean, it might. We always do go there. I guess that's true. Yeah. It's more of a, like, can we tell you the shit that happened to us? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So we were trying to figure out what the best plan of action for moving was. And the conclusion we came to is that... The best balance between cost efficient and uh, logistically efficient was I get a hitch installed on my SUV because I'm the only person in the world with an SUV that doesn't already have a hitch on it. And we rent a little trailer from U-Haul. We put our stuff in it. We get a storage unit in Colorado. We put all of our big stuff in it. And then months down the line, we come back, take the stuff out of storage, put it in a truck, drive back to California with it, and move into our own place with the big stuff. Right. Details, details. The point is we were we were just going to get a little trailer to move our stuff. And um, then we find out this morning after dropping Eric's car off, they can't install the hitch. Because the butt of my car is rusty and old, <laughs> and they like literally couldn't drill through it. So we had That's to... So funny. I know. How old is this car? It's 2008. Okay. It's not even that old. I mean, I I just don't know why it's so rusty. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But so we had to scrap all of our plans. Guess we're getting a truck. What I said? Guess we're getting oh, a moving yes. truck. I, couldn't, I didn't hear that. We're not wearing headphones, and I mm-hmm. couldn't understand that first word you said. Right. Yeah. So we had to figure some some new stuff out. So right. there's a lot of calling customer service getting refunds, canceling <laughs> reservations, starting new ones, getting quotes for new things. Yeah. And it took all morning. Yeah. Which is funny because today was the one day that we kind of had like a very like laid out plan for what we wanted to do and it got completely derailed. Mm-hmm. But that's fine. I feel really good right now, oddly. We're still going to do all those that. things. Yeah. So we were going to like wake up, record a video for our music channel then go to the gym, come back, like eat a little breakfast, a little healthy breakfast, and uh, edit the video and try to get it up later today. And um, now it's, what time is it? Like two? Yep. Yeah. And we're doing... Say well, we, we got We got some of it done. We got the video recorded. Right. Filmed. Mm-hmm. It's I working think, out. Yeah. I think the reason that I feel so good is that I I seem to thrive when I have a lot, when I stay busy, mm. which is... F- unfortunate because i am not very intrinsically motivated to keep myself busy like i'm very um prone to work slowly and rest a lot in between Mm. um so when i have when i'm accountable to other people or i have a deadline i see i've just always been a procrastinator i work better under a deadline Mm. is that possible so we've had a lot to do today and i feel like we've accomplished a lot so I feel very happy. I also think it helps that if we hadn't had 
like a, a structure and a plan for what we had to do today. We just kind of had a vague idea of what we needed to get done. Like, let's say in the next few days, being derailed this morning would have it, it would have made it a lot harder to get on track. Because mm-hmm. then we're like, well, what do we what do we do now? Which thing do we try to do? Uh, watch Survivor. Right. And that's <laughs> the other thing. We haven't watched any TV today. Yeah. Not that I feel like we really watch TV in the morning ever now. No, but when we sit down for lunch, we'll usually put on a YouTube video or like watch mm-hmm. part of an episode of something. Yeah. So we're there for like 15 minutes maybe. Yeah. But instead this morning we ate breakfast while I was on the phone with three people and chatting with a live agent on, <laughs> on uh, my computer. Right. So I think nothing is set in stone quite yet. I think we're still waiting on some details, but I think instead of renting a truck and driving it to California, we're going to be getting one of those pods and loading it up and they're going to drop it off for us. Yeah. And renting a truck, that means Sarah drives one of our cars. I drive the truck with all of our stuff and tow the other car to California. Mm -hmm. So not only are we driving separately, but I have to deal with the U-Haul and a car attached to it. Right. And I just, I read this article about like, oh, best tips before, before renting a U-Haul. And this wasn't from U-Haul. This was just from a a person writing an article about it. And I'm just shocked they didn't end the article with just don't do it because literally (laughs) everything was bad. It was like, it was like tips to not get stuff stolen out of it. They're like, oh, if you're stopping at hotels on the way, which we are, they're like, you got to call ahead and make sure they have a spot for your for you to park your truck overnight like mm-hmm. some hotels literally don't have anywhere for you to park and they're like structure structure the the, the back of your truck like this so if like thieves, a booby trap <laughs> yeah so if thieves break in yeah they're like string up a bucket of squid guts so when they open the door it triggers it and it dumps squid guts on their heads like home alone right it didn't say that i mean i think actually someone i knew it wasn't a moving truck but it was a this person his family had like a little business they would go sell jewelry at like like street fairs and such and um, they had all of their merchandise in a truck and they left it unattended for like a minute to go into a like a bathroom and it was stolen so isn't it amazing how you can just get away with stuff nowadays (laughs) like don't you think you couldn't commit literally any crime without it being recorded somewhere either by a person or by huh one would think Yeah. yeah I'm so loud that if you talk while I'm talking, I can't hear anything over the sound. I'm also, as you can probably tell, very um, amped up. Amped up, right? Me too. It's been a it's been a wild one this morning. Yeah, but it actually, I I feel a lot better because now if we're gonna put everything in a pod and just have them ship it, it's not that much more expensive than the truck, mm-hmm. and there's so much less stress. Yes, they just take it and. And it's gone. And, and then we it's don't, there. We, is, this means that we're not going to rent any storage here. We're just going to get rid of some of our larger pieces. Mm-hmm. So we'll be selling our couch, which is fine, I guess. We'll buy a new it's one. Fine. It'll be our couch. Yeah, I bought this couch <laughs> from a friend a few years ago. And like, it's in nice shape, but it's like a sofa. Mm-hmm. Like if we move into a place where we can put like a sectional, we should get a nicer couch. Eric, uh, very particular about his seating arrangement. I want to lay down and snuggle with you while watching TV. Because right now I feel like we mostly sit with we our sit heads. We sit on opposite sides our, of the couch. Yeah, and our legs like overlap and touch, mm-hmm. which is comfy. But I'd rather have you on top of me at all times. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, what else was I going to say? I feel very scattered in my 
brain. Well, you wanted to talk about the video we filmed for our channel. Oh, yeah. So we started recently um, a YouTube channel for our music. I guess we already had the channel, had a couple of our music videos for our covers up on there. And we started doing like reaction videos. So reacting to viral or other popular uh, YouTube videos related to music. Um, So this morning, we found out that BTS, which is a Korean pop group, an extremely popular Mm. Korean pop group. Probably definitely the most, right? Yeah, I think think they might be. Um, They released a Tiny Desk concert. So we did a little reaction to that. And it was very heartwarming. I really like them. Yeah, it was fun. And we the like we've talked about on the podcast the first reaction video we did was to their new single dynamite and we got a lot of response and followers and whatnot from it so like who are enthusiastic bts fans army if they're army army is what bts calls their fans um so we've been like we've been I wouldn't say pressured, mm-hmm. but they they all want us to. Yeah. It's funny talking to a different crowd. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the people listening are like our crowd. Mm-hmm. But on our YouTube channel now, we have like all these K-pop stands. Yeah. And it's like a totally different group of people. It is so interesting, really. It's very strange. Um, And it's interesting to see how we kind of modify our, not personalities, but like our speech to like target each audience. Right. I mean... That dynamite reaction video did pretty well mm-hmm. for, I mean, like our YouTube channel doesn't have that many subscribers, and so it did pretty well for that. And I didn't see a single comment about like vegan food, right? Which is is just so out of the ordinary, right? Like even on our covers, there are some people who are like, "Oh, you know, she's also an amazing singer, not just an amazing vegan chef." Yeah, and you know, we just always get those comments. Kind so of funny, in, yeah. Kind of in a similar vein, actually. Uh, this, this, is, this is like related to the politics discussion we had the other day. Mm. I just think it's so interesting how being on social media all the time, like you just have to be so careful. You just feel like a lot of expectation. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I guess part of the job is kind of like learning where to draw those boundaries. But I feel a lot of responsibility. Uh, I don't know, to, to say certain things or influence people in a certain way. And it's interesting, I think, like, Eric made, um, like, a Instagram story post kind of about the current state of the world, um, which was kind of political, but not, like, overtly political. The, the only thing political I said in it was that hopefully in January we have a new president because right. I'm adamantly, I adamant, uh, I'm vehemently opposed to <laughs> our current president. Right. So, and then, like, got, you just got one comment saying... Right. So got a comment about how we should both be more like openly political and like use our platform to influence people like that. I, I wasn't guess. being political enough for this person. Right. Which was just it, it made us go off into a kind of like a long conversation slash rant with each other because I've just it's just so hard to decide, like, where do I draw the line? Right. Yeah. So it was like back in June when all of the Black Lives Matter protests were happening, I did feel compelled to make a post on my Instagram feed about that and my experience with it and like the privilege that I've experienced my whole life. Like I feel like that was important, but it's like I I don't I've never wanted my platform to be like 
super political. Well, because if you get political, people hate you. And if you don't get political, other people hate you. Yeah. And I understand. I totally understand that like with having a social media presence and following, you do, you should be a good person. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I just don't think that everyone needs to influence in the same way. And I don't ever want to tell people what to do. I think if in your actual off media life, politics, voting, whatever's important to you. Right. And you have a platform, then I'm like, okay, maybe, yeah, you should speak about it. Mm -hmm. But if you're someone who's apathetic about our political system and you're like, I don't give a shoot as president, I'm not going to vote. If I'm not saying you should be that person, but if you are and you have a social media presence, you shouldn't feel obligated to like make a stance. If you're apolitical and apathetic in your daily life, Mm -hmm. you shouldn't like put on that persona. Right. Because then you end up spreading false information. Yeah, because you don't give a shit about it. It's interesting. It's it's ever since, well, like this has always been the case, I guess, to some extent, but especially since June and like all of that political and social unrest, a lot of people have been posting a lot of like politically charged, um, not memes, but like, you know, infographics and such. And you don't know if it, like you don't know where they're getting this information. I've seen some like I open comments for some of the ones that are like interesting to me or like eye opening to me. And some people are like, you got to fact check this. This isn't true. So it's just like what happens when you pressure everyone to have like this strong voice on every topic is like there is going to be misinformation. And the political climate right now is so fucked. Like I heard recently someone mentioned Snopes. And they're like, oh, well, Snopes is like a, you know, like they just say things to make the government look good and blah, blah. And I'm like, wait, so we can't even trust the fact checking webs? We can't check. Ah! It's right. like, what is happening all the time? Right. I mean, this just came to mind because we were talking about having like two, well, three different audiences. I know there's a, a huge overlap between this audience and Sarah's Vegan Kitchen audience. Mm-hmm. But so let's say we have two like wildly different audiences. And I just, I feel like it's fine to have like your niche and not mm-hmm. to feel, not to feel pressured to like overstep into another yeah. one. I don't know. Also, in case anyone's wondering what happened, the culmination of that conversation I had <laughs> in response to my Instagram story, I basically said, I'm not a politician or like a public speaker or something. I'm just a musician, entertainer person. Mm-hmm. And I will speak about politics and the things I believe in or don't believe in right? as much as I please to. Mm-hmm. Please to? <laughs> as much as I please yeah. or want to is what I was trying to say. Because yes. it's like, I don't know. It's my life. Yeah. I'll talk about what I want to talk about. I definitely have a lot of admiration for people who are like entertainers, performers who like have the balls and like take the time to uh like educate themselves about those topics and talk out about them i have a lot of respect i've never heard you say the phrase have the balls balls. after i said i was like is that politically correct anymore i mean you know what i mean i know what you mean yeah Yeah. Yeah. like have the gall yeah like i i appreciate them I, i just don't think that i'm cut out for that because the only thing that comes of it is i am more unhappy and like more anxious because then i'm fighting with people who disagree with me and fighting with people who agree with me but don't like the way that i'm presenting the information and and what i told this person because what they said was you know how come you and sarah and all these other youtube influencers i know 
why are you all shying away from politics? We need we need people to not shy away from politics. And I was like, this conversation right now is part of the problem because I got two responses that weren't in agreement with what I posted. One was something about, they're like, oh, no, like, you're wrong, Trump 2020. Mm-mm. And the other one was that one. And I'm like, okay, so I have someone on the same side of my political beliefs fighting with me as well as someone on the other side of my political beliefs fighting with me. And I'm like, this is why people struggle to talk about it because, you know, everyone's mad. Right. Can we segue this into what we're doing tomorrow with grandma and grandpa? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So my dad came to visit us and his parents, my grandparents who live out here. He came to visit them like in February. It was like right before the COVID shit hit the fan. Well, he was here for the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. 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 So beginning of February... And he's had this idea for a while that he wants to film my grandparents, who are now 91. They've been married for, they just had their 70th wedding anniversary. <laughs> so they've been married since they were like basically 20. It's but they've been together insane. since like 13, right? Mm-hmm. That's what they've said. They like met in like high <sighs> school. Wow. Yeah. Heartwarming. It really is. They're a great couple. So my dad had this idea to m- compile a list of questions and we asked them the kind of like an interview thing where we filmed them and asked them these questions about their lives and being old and when they were young and we film it and we have it forever right so he came my grandparents came over we set up microphones and a camera and we filmed them and then <laughs> months later we took it when we went to oh wait was that when we went to san diego mm. oh so that was that was last year the filming thing happened not this year so then we went to san diego months later and we ended up misplacing our sd card holder so the sd card with all of the footage of grandma and grandpa was gone forever gone forever (laughs) so basically we got the questions again right before we move tomorrow we're going over to grandma and grandpa's and we're going to film them again and ask them the questions and interview them Mm -hmm. so here's where the correlation between the last conversation and this one happens is one of my aunts and maybe uncle will be there and they are on the right side of politics not on the left side like Mm us yeah so my grandma's like like always no politics talk she's like i will (laughs) she said i will disown you in a text yeah which is sarcastic but i'm i'm for that because i it's so unproductive sometimes it really is and i really don't talk to them about it that much because of the unproductive nature but there's a question in there that my dad put like how do you view racism in america now compared to the 50s because they were adults when that happened and while this is happening right and I'm like, uh, how is that topic going to go? Because even racism is political right now. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, it is. All human rights issues become political, really. Mm-hmm. But I mean, but people will be like, oh, it's not a political issue. It's a human rights issue. But it's just like, that's how it happens to work out. Yeah. So yeah. we have to navigate that mine yeah. tomorrow. I mean, I'm sure your grandmother's very diplomatic. So I know. she'll find a way to, to get around, to get across what she needs to i I think so in a way that doesn't flare anyone up it's just like i'm scared to even like bring it up Mm. you know you could always text her and ask her if it's okay to like bring up yeah yeah (laughs) but i i think 
I think they're probably going to expect it because they're like the same questions we asked them last time. I don't think they'll remember. But... I guess that's true. They are 91. <laughs> but aside from that part of the conversation, I'm just really excited to do it with them tomorrow. Mm-hmm, me too. Because they're great and I want to hear what they have to say again. Mm-hmm. And we're trying to spend time with them before we move. Yeah. Because who knows when we'll be back. Especially now that we are not leaving things here that we have to pick up and get right. out of storage. Right. Well, the mental... uh relief i feel from knowing that we don't have to do that mm-hmm. is immense <laughs> we don't have to make the drive yeah again right yeah i'm very excited i get to just drive my car <laughs> and not a truck and i don't have to trail anything right oh it's funny this is kind of not it's not random it's going back to something that you didn't explicitly mention but in that you haul uh, that article you read about the pros and cons or just the cons mostly cons <laughs> just the cons of a driving a u-haul one of them was like the engine's gonna be right under your feet so your feet are gonna be really hot the whole time no matter how much you blast <laughs> the air conditioning so i was just thinking about how i when i drove out here in my little kia rio um i drove from Cal- northern california to colorado i drove through what i went through Nevada and Utah. And then Wyoming. And Wyoming. And it was January. So there was snow all around Wyoming and Utah. Um, And there was this point in Wyoming. I'm like in the middle of nowhere. I like stop to get gas. And I go into a McDonald's and get coffee and use their bathroom. And my feet are just like dead frozen. They're so cold. And I was like blasting the heater. And I just just remembered that. And it doesn't feel Mm. like... Three years ago. Would you do that now? Would I drive? If I had that few belongings, then yeah, totally. I'm, I'm thinking specifically about you going into a McDonald's by yourself. Right. Because we've been having a lot of conversations about uh, human trafficking. Right. And on that topic, we got, Eric got a an email this morning. From nextdoor.com. <laughs> if you don't know what that is, it's like, it's a website where you kind of you kind of say where you are in the world and there's like a little Facebook-esque group for every neighborhood. So I'm in like a next door group with all of our neighbors. Yes. And you got an email this morning. Yep. Informing us that someone who owns a property, owns a home near us, who is a sexually violent predator will be released from prison next week. Mm -hmm. Great. Yep. And then that spiraled me off into like another deal. And it's required for them to disclose the identity and his address and everything. Yes. I mean, at least that's that's a thing. Yes. We have his picture and his name and his age and his exact address. Yeah. I mean, that sucks. It sucks. And it, it also like they had to put a disclaimer in that email or in that official document they sent to us that says like, this is not an invitation for vigilantism is that how you say that word yeah meaning you're not allowed to go harm this person because of what he's you can't go burn his house down because he's a sexual predator like you will still go to jail for that right and it's like yeah it makes sense but you have to tell people that it's just terrifying i don't like to think about it too much i just am always going i mean the answer is that there are shades of gray but like it's hard for me sometimes to like find a balance between feeling like super optimistic about humankind and like believing everyone's fundamentally good and just trying their best and 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 like the opposite which is like people are no damn good well yeah i mean there's just 
there's just so much good and so much bad happening at the same time, right? Because at the same time that we get an email that's like sexually violent predator in your area, there's also a news headline that's like someone saves baby from car. Right. And I'm like, is everything just balanced? Is everything Mm, just really average? Karmic equilibrium. Yeah. Well, who really knows? But anyway, I mean, at least we're moving like three days after this guy is released, but it was just weird. Yeah. It was a weird cherry on top of our weird... <laughs> of our strange morning. Ice cream Sunday of a morning. It's actually an ice cream Monday. Non-dairy. <laughs> our non-dairy ice cream Monday. Right. Amazing. Okay. What else is there to talk about? I don't know. We've, as you can tell, we're a little preoccupied with um, the move. It's It's been yeah. hard to just get in. We We have so many ideas for what we want to do. Like for this music channel, we want to start making videos where we cover a popular song in the style of a different artist, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, what if Green Day made When the Party's Over by Billie Eilish? Yeah. It's just going to be a cool way to f- cover songs. And we also want to we want to take like polls on Instagram from you guys where we're like, ooh, let's we're gonna we're gonna write a little song. Should it be this style or this style? Should it be about this topic or this topic? And mm-hmm. then whatever wins the poll, we just like roll with it and make it a video. Mm-hmm. And we like can't start yet because there's just well, you know, in theory we could, but I, we have been doing a lot for the move. It feels a lot better to know that we're gonna rent a truck and we can just bring everything we want to. Yeah, um, that actually makes things a lot better. So I guess like the universe had our back. Mm-hmm. It threw a wrench in our plan because this is better. I think it is better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it definitely forces us to get rid of some more things, but that's fine. Yeah. I feel like the fresh start will be good. I'm a lot less stressed about the drive now. Yeah. Because we just imagine. have our cars and our walkie-talkies. Mm-hmm. Sarah? Right. I told Sarah I'm going to bother her on the walkie-talkie constantly. She's like, <laughs> I'm going to turn it off. <laughs> I'm just going to ignore you. I have mean. enough I have enough stress just driving period just driving like down the street. You can you can stay in front of me the whole time. <laughs> no. So I don't drive too fast. Oh, okay. I drive faster than Sarah. Yeah. I drive like right at the speed limit usually. If I'm on a highway that's like a 65 mile an hour speed limit, 65 or above, I'm going 75 in cruise control. I don't have cruise control. That's insane. So I have to stay awake. I can't fall asleep. <laughs> I also have to stay awake, <laughs> dummy. Yeah, yeah. It's not a self-driving car. My Toyota, my twenty, my 2008 RAV4 didn't turn into a Tesla. That would be sweet, though. Right. That's got to be the future, right? Yeah. You just press a button. I mean, and, one can only hope. I mean, they say with the self-driving cars now, you have to, like, be ready to take the wheel at any given time. Yeah, I read a story, like, a while back about someone who was using a self-driving car, and it drove into... The side of a like a long truck, I guess, because oh. the truck was like a expanse of white, so it didn't view it as like an object. Oh my god! I, I, yeah, so I, that was a while ago, though. So that's crazy. I'm Sorry. sure they'll I'm sure they'll <laughs> fix that. Not to be a downer. I mean, that's just you know equilibrium. We got good things and bad things. Yeah. Speaking of this drive, I've I've not been worried about the weather, but you know sometimes it snows early here and in the mountains. So we have to basically just drive west from the Denver area through the, the great Rocky Mountains over the mountains. And then like it's Utah and Nevada and it's hot and we don't have to worry about anything. It's hot. But 
going from here just pe- over the hump of the rocky mountains i'm like please please don't let it snow any of these days can it just not snow it's actually just the first day yeah because as you guys know it snowed two weeks ago here so you just know, you never know what you're gonna get because life is like the box of chocolates and i keep getting worried about the weather and i keep like looking on accuweather in advance wow. can't control the weather I know. I haven't just, looked a single time. It's just like, it's going to be 85 degrees. And I'm like, oh, okay. It's going to be hot still. Great. <laughs> Could be snowing though. 85 and snowing. <laughs> a very wet snow. In Colorado. What do they call that? What? Rain. Oh. <laughs> I was like, is there a term for... There's like a lot of terms for snow. Yeah. Yeah. Sleet. Sleet? All right. Uh, do we have anything else to talk about? I feel like there must be. Yeah? I don't know. You want to pause for a sec? Do you need to? No, I just wanted to brainstorm. Do you need to run a few laps around the I feel the energetic. Do you feel energetic? I feel very energetic. It's going to you... be a great workout. Actually, is it going to be a great workout? Here's another thing. I've had a weird, like, I think I strained something, <laughs> like one of the muscles, intercostal muscles, I guess they're called. Those are muscles in between your ribs? Right. Your riblets? So, f- <laughs> so for a couple days, I've had some weird, unpleasant to say the least, sensations on the left side of my body. We thought it was a lung. We thought it was a heart. Yeah, but it's become clear that it's muscular. So I've been taking it very, very... I haven't gone to the gym. I actually think what happened was I I felt a little bit of the pain, and then we went to the gym, and I did an upper body workout, and then it was much, much worse the next day. You fucked up. So I was like, damn it, I gotta... It's funny because when I drove here... Years ago, <laughs> Eric's was, making fun of me. Eric's I was just staring at her feet in the toe socks, and <laughs> they're just so funny sometimes. You have tiny I... little toes, and they're stuffed in these <laughs> tiny little toe socks. Um, anyway, I was injured when I drove here the first time. I had a lower back injury because I fell out of a chair. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Well, actually, I what? have. <laughs> uh, it's, you know, it's not. I was going to say it's a long story. It's not. I had one of those chairs. Like, they're, like, called Papasan chairs, I think. You know? It's, like, a nest. Okay. It's, like, those wooden chairs that are, like, a bowl. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. But the top part, it moves. And it's on, like, a little uh, round, like... I don't know what... The, I don't even know what the parts are called. Anyway, you can fall out of those. <laughs> Apparently. What happened? I just... I kind of, like, fell out of it. You were just sitting in it, and it moved weirdly, and you fell? I or you, guess. like, tried to get up, you know, and you know, it's slipped. all a blur. Did you hit your head by chance? <laughs> Wait, how'd you hurt your back? Did you fall onto your, oh, like, your coccyx? Ha- Co- uh, sure. Yeah. I fell, like, down, as in, like, not, like, sprawled out on my stomach or anything, yeah. but, like, as if you were sitting and your chair disappeared underneath you, <laughs> down. Splat. So it was, like, like that. And mm. it wasn't that bad, but it was uncomfortable for the drive. And then moved to Colorado it's snowing my friend omar is in town icy as all hell so one time i slip and fall on my ass in our driveway and then (laughs) and then the second time our friend omar came to town and i was at work and and he was like oh sarah do you want to go for a hike i was like i don't really like people but uh, i feel like i need to say yes so it's snowy also i think we've mentioned omar but he's a freak of nature so love you (laughs) He's not listening. I know. <laughs> He's too busy, um, you know, performing impossible feats for humans. But anyway, he like sets all these Strava records for 
different hikes and runs and such. So I'm like, okay. I'm like trying really hard in my Nikes because I just moved there and I don't have the hiking boots yet. I'm not a Colorado person. So I'm like, we're hiking. It's so funny. I tell you this story, but there's um, Chautauqua Park in Colorado where a lot of popular hikes are. And a lot of the hikes start like after this fork, but you have to go up this kind of like, it's like human, almost paved trail. So you have to go up that. And it's a very gradual incline, but it's like deceptively difficult. And imagine- It's also the worst because it's (laughs) not like a trail. You're not in the woods yet. It's just a road. It's exposed and it's heavily trafficked. And um, it was snowy and I didn't have spikes. So I'm like slipping every couple seconds. And um, what was it? I don't I don't remember exactly what it was. Right. So I think what we're, we're going up that that early road that's not that hard, but I'm huffing and puffing. I'm like kind of freaking out because I'm like I'm not going to be able to keep up with this guy, but I also have this personality where I won't tell people that. <laughs> I'll just like bust my ass and suffer yeah. to not inconvenience people. So I think he said something like, "Don't worry, it won't be this bad the whole time." So I was like, okay, so it's going to get easier. And then he said something else to make it clear that he meant like there won't be that many people. Yeah. And But that it was going to get harder. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. I know you're going to remember <laughs> exactly how he phrased it after yeah. we're done with the episode. We ended up turning around because the ice got so bad that it would have been dangerous to continue. Like everyone was falling. And you slipped and hurt yeah. your back more. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure I slipped more than once. Yeah. Again, it's all a blur. But, you know, it would be nice if this, uh, I feel much better today. I feel very little pain today. But you're not going to do upper body. Right. Good. I think I'm just going to do machine stuff. Nothing that puts any sort of load on my torso. Good. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, that was really some kind of episode. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Before we go, I want to do our weekly shout out of our supporters on Anchor. I was going to say Anchor.com, but it's Anchor.com fm ain't Mm. it so we have a little group of people who give us a monthly donation in support of our podcast and i'm gonna shout them out real quick so we have inga pfeiffer alexis may kevin dooley nina schmidt anna dorica sarah creighton and the person whose name i did not know how to pronounce until she sent me an email (laughs) izzy thank you for being uh supporters and thank you for emailing me and telling me how to say your names that is greatly appreciated yeah and again we we put that in our joint account we use it for our music related expenses Mm -hmm. hosting all of that good stuff yeah plugins Plugins. we got a lot of that's another thing that we feel like kind of stuck on we have like so much original music like in the pipeline Mm -hmm. but we want to do all the marketing for it first and not just drop it to like an empty room Right, and it's hard to, like, shoot a music video while you're trying to move. Yeah. It's hard enough to find the time to just keep working on things little by little. Right, right, right. But you can follow all of our musical adventures on Instagram. We are at Cute Threat, and separately we are at the Sarah Sullivan and at the Eric Games. Yeah. We could be better about posting on Cute Threat. <laughs> yeah, I think we, we, de- we definitely will. Mm-hmm. We have the Cute Threat music channel, too, which has, like, a combination of our music and well our our covers mm-hmm. it will have original music and hopefully some original music videos soon Very and soon. just like fun reaction videos 
more to come. So you can find us there as well. Yeah. Thanks for uh, thanks for supporting us everywhere and with everything we do. Yeah. Thank you. We love you. We'll talk to you next week. Yep. Bye.